Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Bucknutters. It is Thursday, January 19th, 2023. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning Five and Change. We appreciate you being here. We got a little bit of a late start today. That is on me. I am joined by the Dean of Ohio State Recruiting, Bill Curlick, and the lovely and talented Mark Porter. We are going to get into transfer portal chatter and new names and visitors this weekend. Gentlemen, how goes it? Good. Going well this morning. William, you had the story. Transfer portal chatter has been paramount. Ohio State has danced with several interesting parties, and they've gotten a few commitments. The most recent one, Victor Butler, offensive lineman out of Louisiana Monroe, has two years of eligibility left. You spoke to him. They have a plan for Victor. What is it? Well, they want him to play center, and, you know, that could be, you know, at this point, you don't know. Could it be the starting center? Could it be center depth? Could he be a swing guy, center guard? He's six foot, two and a half, six three, three hundred 300 pounds, and um, he has NFL aspirations. He told me one of the reasons he picked Ohio State was that uh, he not only loved everything on his visit to Ohio State, um, it was a day and a half visit that was concluded on Wednesday and he, he committed then, uh, he then flew straight home and I talked to him right after he got off the plane back home. And, uh, he said he had, uh, loved everything about the visit and really thinks Justin Fry, the Buckeyes offensive line coach can develop him and help him get to the NFL. He was super impressed with Justin Fry. Uh, they have center in mind for him. He's got versatility. He's played guard. He's played tackle at uh, Louisiana Monroe. So uh, you, know, you also can look at a guy that um, uh, will add not only potentially depth, but potentially depth at more than one position. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. Is he better than the guys that they have currently on the roster? Time will tell. I don't think anybody knows for sure right now. Time will tell on that. Yeah, center's an interesting call. Obviously, uh, Luke Whipler, 
is headed for the NFL. I had an NFL guy tell us for boarding house purposes that they were a little bit surprised by Luke's choice, and unless he just really doesn't like college. They see him as a fourth through seventh rounder. Not sure about that. Ohio State has a decent track record with centers right now. You've got Josh Myers and Corey Lindsley in the league doing quite well, so we will see there. But Matthew Jones, a lot of people think could play center, and now we get Victor Butler into the mix, and we will go from there. We are going to stick with the offensive line here because one of the more interesting developments of the last week happened on Friday after our show on Thursday last week, and that is Ohio State offering St. Ed's offensive lineman, the Armstrong Twins. We have now stepped into Mark and Bill's absolute wheelhouse. For those of you that didn't know, I believe St. Ed's state champion in football, um, arguably the best offensive line of the last decade. Mark, you can comment on that. If for no other reason, I think every guy they line up is a pretty much a big-time college football prospect of some sort at some level, and that is rare to go five across the line and a tight end to play college football, even at a place like Ed's, and you saw what it did for them. They uh, pretty much steamrolled the state. The Armstrong Twins had offers from a lot of the other Midwest heavies. Ohio State finally bit on that. Mark, uh, let us know what you think we're getting possibly in them, and then Bill – you can probably add on to that with their plans for this weekend that everyone will be quite interested in. Yeah. Well, what's crazy about the Armstrong twins is uh, last year at this time, you're watching JV film of both of them. They were JV offensive linemen, uh, as sophomores. They had uh, frames that were 230 pounds. Uh, one of them actually registered on my site as a tight end. Okay. Uh, fast forward to the Under Armour camp and, you know, February, March last year and, and I remember uh, Will Fong was there and Alan True and all the other big guys were there. Everyone was paying attention to Ben Roebuck and all these bigger offensive linemen, some of the national guys. And actually, we had a conversation on the side that day. Is, you know, these are two sleepers. You know, they're 240 pounds, but they have these unbelievable feet and they're flying around. But, you know, they're not there yet. Bill, uh, in summer, with June, Ohio State camp, the Armstrong kids show up and you don't even recognize them. Uh, they're pushing 280 pounds, which is a 40-pound difference to what I remembered them. Uh, right now, they're being listed at 290 pounds. Uh, I'm not sure of their exact weight. If you maybe ask them, I'm sure they're at the point in their career where their, their weight goes up and down five or eight pounds a day or something. But their feet are absolutely the most explosive in the class. So when you look at the other guys, whether it was Luke Hamilton or Mark Nave or uh, the guy at uh, Hoban, uh, Satterfield, uh, Satter White, I'm sorry. Uh, the difference is the feet between the Armstrongs and these other top linemen in the class. And I think this is a really good uh, top of the class for Ohio offensive linemen. There's five or six kids I really like that are going to have national offers. You know, Notre Dame's and Penn State's like Dwayne would say the big four. I think we're going to have a bunch of those guys. But the difference between Armstrong and the rest is now that they're in that 280, 290 pound, they're 6'5". It's all about their feet. These guys fly up the linebackers. They get off the ball in zone block, which is Ohio State's, you know, key staple play. If you don't have the feet to reach people, then you're not very effective in that scheme. So I think Justin Fry said, yeah, these guys both have uh, very good feet. Let's buy the feet. Uh, other than that, I, I mean, I think they're very quality human beings. I mean, talking to them at the Under Armour camp, they're very educated. It sounds like they're well-spoken, uh, nice kids that – uh, I don't deal with them as much as Bill, but they'll still contact me on Twitter and make sure they update me stuff. So it's a 
they're, they're like a class act, and that's what you expect out of St. Ed's. Sure. Now, let me add something to that. Uh, the Armstrong twins are along the lines of Luke Montgomery, Mark mentioned, polite, great young people. You know, uh, those three kids, and they're not exactly kids anymore. They're yeah. 17, 18, Very 19 year old. Uh, but you, know, you talk to Luke Montgomery, you talk to Devontae Armstrong, you talk to Deontay Armstrong. It's yes, sir. It's Mr. Kerlick. It's just super polite, nice young men, besides being outstanding football players. And uh, Mark, you mentioned about their size right now. I can I can uh, pretty much tell you what uh, what they've told me is I talked to each of them multiple times since Friday. Um, Deontay is the tackle. He played left tackle, or uh, he played tackle for St. Ed's this year. Uh, Deontay is now at 6'7", and he told me 280 pounds just the other day. Uh, while Devontae told me he is at 6'6", and 288. So that's the sizes they gave me. And again, keep in mind, these kids are only uh, just finishing up. Well, not even finishing up yet their junior season in high school. Um, it, they got a lot of potential, no doubt. And what's more impressive about those weights is they're flat-bellied. Right, they're athletes. For sure. Yeah. They they hold the weight distributed very well through their legs. There's they're not power like a, forwards. Yeah, yeah it's, there's not a top heaviness. So if, if Justin Fry's letting us into his brain, he wants athletic guys that can move and, you know, that type of – the power forward type of offensive lineman. And it's not saying that Ben Robach might not be a guard or whatever down the road, but uh, that brings a discussion where if Dwayne were here, tackles versus guards. And the tackle bodies are the more valuable. The guys that can kick step and protect the edge are the most valuable. Uh, obviously, these guys at that weight with flat bellies are very attractive. Let me also get um, uh, a little replay or synopsis of what's happened with the uh, Armstrong twins over the last, say, six or seven days. Uh, Justin Fry, the first day that uh, the coaches were back out on the road on Friday was at St. Edwards. And that's when he offered uh, the Armstrong. So he did not waste any time in getting up there and uh, getting those offers out to the Armstrongs. That was on Friday. Uh, Monday was a holiday, a national holiday, ML King Day. So uh, obviously, all the high schools were closed, and you know you don't, uh, you're not out on the road stopping at high school. So that made Tuesday the next day that the college coaches were on the road. And lo and behold, who stops up at Lakewood St. Edwards? But Ryan Day on Tuesday to follow up with things. So, you know, that's a little indication of what Ohio State thinks of these two guys um, and their legitimate interest in getting these two guys to be part of the program. And to follow up one more step on that of the uh, kind of the timeline progression on the Armstrongs. Um, when Ryan Day stopped there on Tuesday, you know, the discussion was, Come down to Ohio State this weekend, this Saturday, January 21st, uh, for a visit. And the Armstrongs, along with their parents, will be on campus at Ohio State this Saturday visiting, and they'll go to the Ohio State-Iowa basketball game uh, and all. So, you know, that's kind of a little synopsis of what's going on with those three. Um, I guess you could say as uh, Dan, I, I know you would like to say, and me being a former basketball coach, full court press. Oh, yeah. 
here's what's great about this. The only thing better than a six foot six plus 285 pound offensive lineman is two of them. And you guys know this, the most cliche thing in recruiting is the package deal. Two guys who go to two buddies from different high schools who go there who are both stars and claim they're going to go to the same college together. They never do. However, when they are twin brothers, two for the price of one, let's just be thankful they went to, and by the way, the fact that they went to St. Ed's and are prepping there is just fantastic. So, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'll put it this way. The, the addition of them just to the offer list makes my optimism for the offensive line uh, increase because it is very lucky. I mean, if you look at all these other states, yes, they probably have the apple of their eye. Do they have two apples for one eye? Uh, that would be very nice. All right, let's take a quick break here and pay some podcast bills and come back. All right. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, Bill, who else will be here this weekend? There's some other visitors coming in. Kid from Cincinnati, Mount Healthy. Why don't you let us know who he is? Uh, tight end from uh, Chillicothe might be coming in. So you can give us the names, and Mark, you can break them down for us. Well, really, the, the, the names that have confirmed – so far, it's kind of a short list. It's the Armstrongs have absolutely confirmed. Uh, Jameer Scott, he's an interesting guy from Cincinnati Mental Healthy. Uh, he is a athlete, uh, defensive back, wide receiver. And if you watch his video, which I know Mark has, and, and I've watched it, he's, he's pretty uh, – he can be electrifying at times. High State is recruiting him as either a safety or a corner. Um you know, I, I, I don't know which one he's going to end up in college right now, safety or corner, but that's what they like him at. Uh, but he will he has confirmed he's going to be there. And then uh, there's some others that have mentioned about you know being there but haven't confirmed yet. And it's uh, just Thursday morning and that'll be kind of firmed up over the next 24 hours or so to to see who gets down or up in the case of Jameer to Ohio State this weekend. What do you think of him, Mark? You know, 
that's one of the kids this year that I didn't get to see in person. You know, like every year there's a kid that, yep, didn't get to that one, but obviously he'll be the first uh, player I see next year. Uh, I agree with Bill. I think it's defense. And just think of this perspective. If you're going to be an Ohio State receiver coming in with Heartline, he's getting the most polished guys in the country at receiver. So to be in that echelon, you've got to be, you know, top-notch. He has the athletic ability to play receiver, but he's definitely a guy on defense I think they're going to look at over there. Uh, electrifying is a good word to use, Bill. Uh, I really like this film. We'll break it down for the Bucknutters here coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but, yeah, this is one guy, you know, I always put my eyeballs on the person to see how thick they are. When You know, we kind of relate that to you people. But, yeah, I don't have that information. I, I'm guessing off film. I've talked to his coach a couple times and talked to him about recruiting night when his recruiting was just starting to blow up in, uh, you know, December. So, yeah, we'll be following him for sure. And by the way, I, I didn't mention, I, I talked about Jameer Scott, but he's a 2025 kid, by the way. Uh, he's about six foot one, 175 to 180. Already has Penn State, West Virginia offers. Uh, Cincinnati offered him. So, um, uh, Purdue, I believe, has offered him. So, he's getting, for a 2025 kid, the offers are coming in pretty strong. Yeah, he, he definitely blew up. We're getting some great questions from the peanut gallery here. I want to I want to see if this one will come through. Uh, arguably, the number one devotee of the BM5, Ms. Zabo, Mrs. Zabo. Um, Glenville, let's hit on this for a little bit. Uh, defensive back Bryce West, a nationally quality, a national caliber defensive back. And a tar blutter. Is he a Michigan lean mark? Bill, let me know. <clears throat> you know, I, I I talked to some Glenville people, and I know he was at Michigan the last week, and I know Bill talked to Bryce, so he hears from the horse's mouth. But from what I understand, Michigan's putting on the full court press, and the West family's letting them put on the full court press, if that makes any sense. They're going up there and willingly participating in the recruiting process and you know, that's not what you want to hear if you're Ohio State. And, I mean, uh, we haven't lost uh, a player to Michigan that has an Ohio State offer. Maybe it's <laughs> Kyle Kalis. Uh, the, the table is set for it. You know, two wins in a row out of Michigan. Uh, out of Glenville, I, I know Ted Ginn's a loyalist to Ohio State and would definitely push that way. But, yeah, it, it sounds like this is something we should be talking about. This isn't just your normal, hey, I'm going to walk through Michigan's campus and say hello. It's, it sounds like with the uh, NIL money and the whining and dining that's going on, this could be a, an interesting uh, play. Bill? I, I think it will be interesting. I, I think, as Mark mentioned, it's, you know, Michigan is making a strong pitch to land him. You know, having said that, I, um, I still like Ohio State for Bryce West when it's all said and done. He's not planning to decide uh, in the next week or two. There's going to be some time here. And um, I'm not saying he cannot end up at Michigan. I mean, they, they are making a strong effort. I'm just saying uh, I, I still like, in the end, Ohio State on this one. Yeah, Ohio State needs to add Bryce West and Aaron Scott out of this class. You can't let corners of that caliber get outside state lines. Um, those guys are going to have interest from basically everybody. I wouldn't be surprised for them to add. I mean, after camp season and such, I wouldn't be surprised to see Alabama and Georgia to come in on those guys. It's not, not a guarantee because those those schools have such a plethora of people to offer. But those 
I'm trying to get across here the caliber of prospect we're talking about here. If those guys lived in Alabama, I think they both have Crimson Tide offers. Um, another tough pill to swallow on the hardwood. Christopher, we're not going to talk about the basketball team today. The sun has started to shine in Ohio briefly here for 25 minutes, and I'm going to do nothing to damage that. Uh, but a question for our guy, Mark. How would you stack the Glenville trio as high school prospects? I don't, uh, Marsh, Marshawn Lattimore, Sauce Gardner, and Bryce West. I don't think Sauce Gardner actually went to Glenville, but he was the yeah. arguably one of the best corners in the league this year, was first-team All-Pro as a rookie. By the way, going back to get his degree at Cincinnati, that's a very impressive uh, setup for a guy who's obviously does not need the money or the degree, but uh, Mark, your thoughts. Yeah, I hate these rank these guys because whoever is third seems like they're so far below the other two. Marshawn Lattimore is one of my favorites Agreed. on offense, defense. He's one of those guys that when you when you saw him and you just he made grown men look foolish in high school, and then he backed it up college. And of course, if Mike Evans plays him, Mike Evans doesn't catch a ball. Right. Uh, Sauce Gardner has already proven to be on that level, so. You're asking me if Bryce West is going to be one of these NFL shutdown corners, and it's a lock right now. And I'm never bold enough to say that, but Bryce West doesn't play as much offense. When he does, he can be explosive and like those guys. But if I was to say anything, those guys are a quarter of a step more explosive than Bryce. Bryce is a little thicker, maybe a little better tackler right now. I mean, I'm nip in my. You can see my brain fighting back and forth right now. It's like a computer with nuts and sure. bolts and springs shooting out because that's a tough question. I really hate to put them up there, but Bryce is, has the ability to follow in their footsteps. But that bar, you just put it at the top of the NFL, uh, not even the top of college football. So you're asking a lot out of Bryce West to live up to those two, but he's you know in this in the same echelon coming out of high school. I mean, keep in mind. Sauce Gardner and Marshawn Lattimore are two of probably the eight best defensive backs on this planet. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a big planet. You know what I mean? <laughs> when you start saying stuff like that. Also, Light Marshawn lightning Lattimore striking. Yeah. And lightning striking again, you know, it's, you know, two of the best corners in the history of the NFL coming out of Glenville within, you know. Okay. It, it, that's the place it would happen if it's going to happen. So yeah. we'll see. You know, and, and I hate to put that kind of pressure on Bryce West. Like, Hey, it's top eight in the NFL or bust, buddy. That's, that's what we're all thinking of you, you know. I mean, Marshawn Lattimore, keep this in mind. This is how hard it is to succeed, even if you're Marshawn Lattimore. I don't know if people remember this. When he came here, he battled hamstring injuries, and I was actually at the game he got in against Western Michigan and got beat down the sideline by Daniel Braverman, got beat like a drum, and everyone was like, oh, Marshawn Lattimore can't play. We need to get – that offseason, he got his hamstrings right and came back. And listen, the lineage at corner for Ohio State is almost as impressive as it is at wide receiver over the last few years. And of all of them, I've never seen a defensive back at Ohio State like Lattimore, whose mirror skills were unbelievable, man. It was bizarre. He's like the Matrix on some dudes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like he knew what they were doing before they were doing it. When you add that to the physical abilities, and keep in mind, when he came to Ohio State, we really thought he was going to get the ball as a punt returner, as a, uh, you know, as, a, as the slot receiver. They talked to him during his recruitment about getting the ball on offense. He was that good. If, and then if I guess he was, his injuries if, held that back. 
it wouldn't shock me if he was as good as Chris Olave or Garrett Wilson or something like that, a receiver, if he had the chance. I mean, he, yeah, he was special everywhere. All right, let's get one more in here, and then we'll – everyone's out in the Armstrongs. You know, I thought of something, you know, as you were talking about Aaron Scott and Bryce West, um, Ohio only has been producing, you know, maybe seven or eight Ohio State quality prospects a year, maybe ten. Is it possible in this day, and I hate to switch to NIL, that those guys get bought out of Ohio? You know, that, that there's, there's five or ten guys in Ohio that are worthy of being bought on a national level, and we haven't seen that done yet, and it would scare me to death that it starts with Bryce West or Aaron Scott, or this is the year where, wow, you know, it was 700000 for this kid, it was 600000 for this kid, and the hometown, we love Ohio State thing that's been so solid forever. When is that disruptor coming? But yeah, as you were talking about those two, and you're saying Georgia's coming and Alabama's coming, that means the bags of money are coming. Yeah, we will tackle that in another time. And I think we've hit as much as we could. I need to make a correction here, though. It's not Mrs. Zabo. It's not Ms. Zabo. It's Dr. Zabo. And having been raised by a doctor, you do not call them Mr. Buddy. They'll give you a response. Like I went to school for eight years, so you can call me doctor. But uh, just <laughs> call them sir or ma'am, and we'll go from there. We appreciate these two dudes stopping by. You cannot do better than this. We'll be back next Thursday. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.